0: Hello and welcome to the "I'm Walking Here" podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of "I'm Walking Here." I'm your resident mass, Holykusic. Joining me, my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. How are you doing tonight, Bryce?
1: I'm all right. I'm a little tired.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm a little tired, too. I mean, we're both uh, employed individuals now. We're actually, like, not just total degenerates. That's a lie. <clears throat> That's a lie. We are degenerates. But uh, at least we're employed degenerates now, so we're kind of like a cut above your uh, typical degenerate. Well, don't admit that. Fuck it. Will you get fired? Uh, hmm. Huh? Sorry. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Huh? Time to doxing them Cusick again. It's a yearly doxing.
0: Yeah, it's like an annual event, except it didn't happen. Oh, it did actually happen last year. That's a lie. So I guess I haven't had my twenty twenty one doxing yet. It's like it's like the flu shot. <laughs>
1: yeah, have you, got have you gotten season. doxed? This I haven't year, got. Yet. I
0: haven't gotten my doxing this year. So.
1: We can change that. Sir. Anyone want to take his degree away from bleep you never
0: mind. I mean I I have my the college I went to in my Twitter bio. It's not like
1: Oh true. Never mind. It's not doxing then. No, but who's your favorite teacher when you got your diploma from blank high school? <laughs>
0: Who was my favorite teacher in high school? God, I'd actually I'd have to think about that.
1: Don't answer that, jeez.
0: Uh, I'm not gonna name names, obviously.
1: Yeah, have your grandmother's grocery list. <laughs> did that actually happen to you? What did what? Yeah, you know, somebody like somebody
0: doxxed um
1: like a family member.
0: Oh no, no. Okay, okay. So what happened was um <laughs> I know, I know what you're talking about. Um, it was a cousin, right? It was when I got doxxed on Call of Duty. Someone looked on my Xbox Live profile, saw that my name is Ian Cusick. Um, they put my name into they they like doxxed me or whatever. Like they did whatever they did. They looked me up. Um, my cousin. She lives in the same town as me. It's, like, on the opposite side of town, but it's, like, a decently small town, so. They saw her name next to mine, so when they, when they uh, invited me to the party and, like, started doxing me, they said, uh, hey, Ian, um, who's Sarah? And I'm like,
1: oh, my God.
0: Well, that's, um, hmm, I think you think you did something here, and, well, you did do something, but not the thing you thought you did. So, yeah, my cousin got doxxed. Oh, yeah. They didn't really do anything, but my cousin was caught in the crossfire of uh, getting me getting doxxed.
1: Just catching strays, man.
0: My cousin just caught a stray for no reason. So, you know. Oops. Anyways, I've told that story, maybe not the full story, but I've definitely mentioned getting doxxed on this show at least half a dozen times. It's so funny. It's probably a top five funniest thing to ever happen to me. The fact that it keeps happening is so funny. The fact that I've been doxxed more than once over stupid shit online is actually really funny. It's it's just kind of hilarious, man. I mean, the first time that happened will forever live in my heart as like... They say you never forget Sorry your Sorry about that.
1: That was, so, that was, okay, what? Um, that was my water bottle. I don't um, know if the mic picked that up.
0: Oh, the mic definitely picked that up.
1: Awesome. That's, that's great.
0: It sounded like you, you tried to rip at or you tried not to rip ass loudly. No, no, no. no I, yeah, I'm,
1: sh- I'm sure that's what it
0: sounded like. It was my water bottle though. Yeah. I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, well, enough about internet doxing. Uh, we got basketball because the finals are going on right now. And it's true. um yes, you know, basketball. I don't I don't know if that's you know working yeah. everything right, but basketball is happening. It's happening.
1: Come to you live, it's basketball.
0: So uh the Suns are currently up two nothing on the Bucks in the finals. Yeah, so much for Bucks and seven, really. I
1: mean, I don't know who said that.
0: Uh, you know, someone said that on here. You have a 50-50 shot of guessing who it is, so.
1: uh, Well, it wasn't
0: me. You know, I, can, I cannot of- confirm or deny that it was me, but. Because I
1: picked the Suns in six, so I do not think it was me. Um, I think it was Casper. I,
0: I was just going to say it was Raza,
1: but. True. Russell, that's not even true, because Russell would never pick Giannis
0: to win anything. Well, what if he picked Giannis to do something, knowing that Russell...
1: He knows, he knows knows that's not how it
0: works. You know, he's, it's worked like that sometimes. It's rare, though. Maybe.
1: I don't know. But... The Suns look, uh, very much so in control.
0: Uh, yes, the Suns are just—they're just doing the damn thing right now. It's really all you can say about it right now. Yeah, they're—they are.
1: CP three has no intentions of losing this finals.
0: No, I mean this is CP 3s best shot at the finals right now, and.
1: It might be his last. I mean, it could very well be his last. He might never get an opportunity really, like this again.
0: It's really, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna agree with that. Actually, that this really is his last great I don't,
1: shot. I mean, I don't know if he ever has a playoff run where he gets like injury help and in pretty much three or four rounds and goes all the way. Like, I don't think he'll ever have another, you know, run like that. So I mean, just the odds capitalize. of that ha-
0: just the odds of that happening are like so. I'm not gonna say like minuscule, but it, they're pretty slim odds of that happening.
1: Well, it also is a product of how this season was run.
0: It is, yeah. Which is annoying because this is gonna turn into people calling this. If the Suns win this championship, it's gonna get called a Mickey Mouse championship because of that. Which it is. Um, I guess it is, but it still irritates me because it's like you could argue last year with the bubble and everything. All right, whatever. They played almost a full season this year. Yeah, there was no I mean, bubble. It was like as close to a, a finals that you could have right now, all things considered. I really don't I mean, think comparing this year to last year.
1: I mean, the thing about season. last year is all those playoff teams were pretty well rested and everyone was I mean, healthy because they had a bunch of time off. Um, this year... Everyone had to go through the grind of I think it was seventy two games uh as opposed to uh eighty two, but still um, on a two
0: month off season, mind
1: you. Like with yeah, and I mean if you're if you're the Heat Lakers, uh Celtics, Nuggets, like all these teams, I mean they had like two month, two and a half month off seasons. Which I think is honestly why, if you look at you know, why the Celtics were so bad and why the Heat were so bad, I think that kind of uh, goes into it because they were just depleted going into the season, and it showed. I mean, I think combined the Heat and Celtics, who were fighting for the fucking Eastern Conference crown, I think they won a combined one playoff game. Actually, yeah, the Celtics won one. The Heat did not win. They got swept. So, I mean, you have to look at that and be like, huh, how does a team, how do two teams that fought for a finals appearance last year both go out in the first round and only one of them even wins a single game? I think that has to go back to the fact that the offseason was just too short. And I've made this point many times.
0: I mean, yeah, that's it is true. I think a big part of it, the if the fact that this was a really short off season and a very rushed season, definitely has an, It definitely makes sense as that the impact on this postseason. Injuries are up. High profile injuries are up. Yeah, I but mean, at the same time, alright, and just humor me with this. You're gonna have to get the league back on track at some point, so you, this was inevitable in the sense that like you were gonna have to eventually limit the off seasons a little bit. So I think this will get us to normal. I mean, then you know well, I don't know. I making mean, making it I... so sort of gradually shorter and shorter down the line. I think just keeping it, you're gonna either have to rip the band-aid off or slowly peel it off. I think they just opted to rip it off here, so that you know we'll get a shorter off, se- a slightly shorter off season than normal this year, and then next season we'll be back to normal.
1: I mean, maybe, but this
0: I uh, you can't
1: understate the damage done. No, of course. Uh, by shit like this, because I mean, who knows? Maybe, um, if, maybe this the season being shortened. Because of that, LeBron gets an injury. Because of that injury, LeBron doesn't get to beat the points record. You know what I mean? It's shit like that. Cause he's the only one that's could do it in the next, you know, twenty years. We're not gonna
0: get somebody who even comes close. Maybe Luca. Maybe. Um I mean if there's anyone in the league to do it right now, it's gonna be Luca. Out of like the young guys, not like the established veterans.
1: But I mean, yeah, shit like that. Uh, I think this season, I think what they should have done, as opposed to short and off season, was shorter season. Uh, I think what they should have just done was um make it the normal off season, but have a shorter uh, regular season.
0: Yeah, but now you're losing revenue for the league. So. Yeah, I no know, sh- but no shot. I, I feel know. like
1: I feel like the players union really should have done a better job with this.
0: Yeah, I mean, they should have, but
1: And no one no one in the players union was like, "Huh, you know, maybe starting the season a f- just a few weeks after not really it was just a couple of months later uh might be a bad idea no no one in the players union thought
0: of that i mean i'm sh- I'm sure the thought came across but
1: and there's like no nah. evidently,
0: evidently it wasn't big enough of an issue to actually do anything about
1: uh, and that, that that did piss me off i mean it still does, but Finals, so so far. Suns in control. Um Bucks even with Giannis just did not look like they can beat this team.
0: Giannis is definitely not a hundred percent right now. I mean he's he's doing not. what he can, but you can tell he's not he's not Giannis out there right now. He's doing his best to be Giannis, but Hey he had a great
1: team too, but yeah, dude. he does not look like himself, no
0: which uh unfortunately if you're the bucks that revol- a bucks team that revolves around Giannis needs Giannis to be Giannis.
1: I mean even hurt he had a third he had like 30 and it still wasn't enough.
0: Yeah, so evidently this team just it, it's not going to be able to get it done without a fully healthy Giannis. Which is unfortunate because honestly if Giannis stays healthy this would this year was probably their best shot they've had in a while to uh to get a ring.
1: I think the bubble was a pretty good opportunity.
0: Yes, but at the same time like I don't know. I I feel like they ma- they could a fully healthy Bucks team against the Suns team. The, the I don't think that that Bucks team last year beats the Lakers. No. Maybe they put up more they put up more of a fight than the Heat, but I mean
1: well, the heat I mean the heat team in the bubble was pretty good. Yeah. And I think, you know, everyone climbed them this year because they weren't very good. Um, but I do think they are better than people uh, believe at the moment. And I think that off season just really hurt them. But now they'll have, you know, a shorter off season because they,
0: you know, got knocked out. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's whatever. Like, if the Heat really were bubble merchants, then. I'm not going to lie. That is kind of funny, actually. But again. I don't
1: don't know. know. I mean, people have brought up the point as well that this Laker team really did have the Suns on the ropes when AD was healthy. Um, And I honestly believe, like, because I said Lakers in seven in that first series. And honestly. I don't think that was unrealistic if the Lakers were
0: healthy. No, a healthy Lakers team probably does win that series. Which is why it's unfortunate that, you know, injuries are a thing. Because a series that, like, yeah, it was going to be a close series, but it's not like... It's not like it would be a guaranteed series win, but it would be a pretty... It would be a very tough series for the Suns to win in general. So they kind of lucked into the fact that, yeah, their two best players were not healthy for that series, which is kind of crucial for a team like that. But
1: uh, It's just I do feel bad for the Suns because I don't think anyone's going to let them forget about, you know, their road here because it
0: was, I mean, admittedly pretty weak yeah but I mean, they took full advantage of that, and they really looked like a team they've looked like a team that you know, if given the opportunity to play in a full series, they're not just gonna keel over and die they're gonna you know they're gonna give you trouble regardless of who's on the court if you yeah, get your no. full if you get your full starting five on the court, they're gonna play just as hard as when they're playing against your bottom feeders, so, like I don't know how much that argument is gonna hold weight. Down the line, but I don't know how much weight realistically it's going to hold, especially if they sweep the Bucks. Because like I mean, is, well, is even this Bucks
1: so... team, because everyone's going to say Giannis was
0: healthy. They still like they s- pretty much just swept through. I mean, took three straight from the Lakers, swept the Nuggets, uh, beat the Clippers in six, and if they sweep the Bucks, I mean that is an absolute well. Here's the thing, regardless. I mean, here's the thing, though.
1: They took three in a row off a crippled Lakers. The Nuggets series, no one was injured. That was very impressive. Um, And they also beat a crippled Lakers a Clipper team as well. So, I mean, end of the day, the injury arguments are going to hold weight. Because, I mean, who knows? Kawhi plays that series. Maybe they don't win. Maybe. if AD and if, well, Braun was playing, but if AD doesn't get hurt in that series, who knows? So, I mean, I think people are going to tarnish this run. And I mean, people, people just live to tarnish championships. Anyways, I feel like it's done that every single one, at least once.
0: I can't think of the last team, last championship team, at least that like, didn't get tarnished. In any sport, really, um,
1: yeah, I don't know. people just live to live to do that shit. It's a really weird mindset, like I've seen it done to the three one comeback, which doesn't make any sense.
0: I guess I don't think anyone was no one was hurt in that series, was it? It was just a monumental um, collapse. S- Steph
1: was like seventy five percent, and
0: everyone's like, "Oh no, Steph was hurt." That,
1: the, that Warriors
0: team was more than good enough to win with Steph at seventy five percent. Yeah, 100 percent. But that's the
1: argument they
0: make, though. Look, you got KD on that team with Draymond, no, Klay Thompson. No, were, oh, they not, didn't. They did not have KD that week. KD
1: that joined after that.
0: Still though, you got Clay, you got Draymond. That team was more than good enough to. Uh, I mean, to win fucking one games game seven, the fucking Cavs. And they also
1: say Draymond suspension game five, but like even with that, well, first of all, the suspension was warranted. Second of all, they should have fucking won. They had them in game six. What happened? They had him in Game 7, and he even dropped. He was the leading scorer and rebounder in that Game 7. So, why didn't you win 6 or 7?
0: It's just stupid. I don't know. I just think blaming injuries is a very... There's a a time and a place to say where an injury was monumental to uh, a team's collapse... Like yes, losing a d was monumental for why the Lakers did not advance past the first round. having Steph at three quarters, you know health is not a valid one in that case it's no people people use it as a crutch way too often
1: like if the if okay, if Steph wasn't like playing normal minutes. Maybe. And even then, it's kind of weak because he was still playing in all seven games.
0: And you're up Uh, three to one at that point.
1: And you're up three to one.
0: You can't can't just steal the deal if you
1: ask. Steph Steph played 35 minutes a game in the finals, and everyone's like, oh, he was hurt. Like, really? Was he that fucking hurt? I don't fucking think so. I don't think he was that injured.
0: People just love to make excuses for that. It's ridiculous.
1: I mean, it's just, I don't know, people just want to tear their players down a lot.
0: And like I said, it's a really weird mindset that people have. People just love to see people fail.
1: Because like even with Curry, it's like if people always like to tear him down because of no finals MVP thing. And I will say that without that finals MVP, it is... It, It is a bit of a legacy problem, but, like, that doesn't take away from how great he is.
0: Is anyone going to argue that Steph isn't going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer?
1: No, of course not. But it's, like,
0: I mean, if you want to just sit there
1: and compare him in ridiculous arguments that don't matter, that will
0: matter. But, like, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer.
1: It's true. And it's all rigged anyways. Yeah, true.
0: Maybe maybe, maybe Steph was going to say he's going to have... Steph's going to just keep going on the career that he's had. He's going to, you know, a few years from now, he's going to say, yeah, this is my last ride. Then they rig it. He wins a finals MVP, yada, yada, yada. And they put that narrative to rest, too. And Steph goes down as one of the greatest players of all time because, you know, he finally got that final. I mean, game. he
1: already is. He already
0: is going to. He's going to be recognize as probably a top twenty player all time, I would say. I mean, I think the Finals MVP at least. It's gonna. Oh well, yeah, if he, if he, yeah,
1: if he wins another ring with a Finals MVP, absolutely. I don't think he's gonna, but.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, maybe, maybe Adam Silver rigs it. I don't know. No, it means pointless.
1: Warriors are going to be getting Clay back next year, though, for the first time since the uh, finals of 2019.
0: It's kind of bizarre. like It's been that long since he's done like yeah. meaningful basketball. It's been
1: two plus years now.
0: I mean, good for them. I mean, I never really cared for the Warriors. Never really hated them, but like I've always liked Clay. He's, you know, good player it's not like I know that a lot of people really did not like that warrior scene but I always thought Clay was a pretty likable guy yeah, like was the Clay. Inter- there There's an interview where he was like high as balls talking about uh, scaffolding and shit during- yeah, yeah in
1: New York Yeah,
0: I, it, totally out of nowhere Like he was just well, there yeah, interviewed. high off his ass no
1: he was walking around the city and they were interviewing <laughs> random people about the scaffolding and Clay Thompson just happened to be on the it, street, and they
0: interviewed him about it. It's it's probably one of the funniest uh, interviews I've ever seen. Nah, in my the life.
1: fucking the when he got handed the toaster,
0: the toaster. Yeah, is that was that in the video? No, no. Oh. They,
1: when when he signed, when he, you never yeah. seen that
0: picture? I've never seen. I... Like are you kidding me? I've...
1: Yeah, someone gave him a toaster to sign. He looks at it like it's a fucking like he's never seen one before. It's literally one of the funniest pictures I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> I've never seen this before in my life. That is, <laughs> that is funny. It's, it's
1: amazing, right?
0: <laughs> oh my god! There's so many different shots from that one little clip, and it's like he looks confused in every single one of yes, them. Yes, he... <laughs> clips. He does look confused. Has he really mm-hmm. never seen a toaster? That's like no.
1: I'm sure he's seen a toaster. It's probably is he just more... confused that
0: someone wanted to sign it? Cause like, yes, that's definitely what it was. I feel like that would be like a really fun thing to collect, like random items signed by various professional athletes that like fucking toaster. Like you know, Clay Thompson signs your toaster. CP3 signs my Xbox. Uh, LeBron signs my TV. It, it's just random shit. <laughs> I, I think fuck
1: that'd be you
0: an. you're awesome, the TV. I, I look, man, I have a. I, I use a 24 inch Vizio to play Xbox on. I, I could probably. I probably can't actually bring that into a stadium, but. What, you, you cannot know, bring that into a stadium. Are you fucking crazy? I. You know, some people might argue that I am. But uh, I don't know. Maybe just go to every autograph signing event. I got a buddy I used to go to college with. He all he does he's. In Florida now, he just goes to a bunch of different autograph signing events and, like, he's met, like, so many different professional athletes. It's kind of awesome. So, I mean, that would be kind of a cool hobby, in my opinion, collecting just random stuff signed by professional athletes that make no sense. Because, like, think about it. That guy's got the only – probably got the only toaster in the world that's signed by Clay Thompson.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: And if there's a market for that, like – I don't know. I don't know if I could sell it if it was if I owned it. I'm sure there might be a Warriors fan out there that would uh, what that would bite on it.
1: I know, but it's like I have so much power in this item. I don't know, but yeah. Let's talk to nothing about basketball. Let's talk about baseball for a bit.
0: Yeah, so uh, halfway point of the season's past. We got the All Star game coming up next week. Uh, The All Star game itself is actually the 13th, so that's coming up way sooner than I thought. Um, All Star rosters obviously all set up. Uh, Home run derby's happening soon, too, but I don't think we're really going to talk about that. No. Maybe we'll do a recap if it's entertaining, but um just looking at the rosters right now, the uh elected starters for the AL, you got Salvador Perez from Kansas City, uh you got Vladdy Jr. and Marcus Semyon from Toronto, you got Raphael Devers and Xander Bogarts from Boston. Uh you got Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, and Teoscar Hernandez from the Angels, Yankees and Blue Jays, respectively. And you got Shohei Otani DHing, but he's also pitching. So
1: well, pitchers, they don't pitch more than like an inning or two, so.
0: Yeah, that's, that'll be, it's not going to be a big deal, so I, I'm going to be excited for it. It's going to be really weird to see, but I also think that Shohei is going to hit a ball like 600 feet in Colorado, so. It's going to be really so. weird seeing a pitcher yeah. win all-star game MVP. Oh, well, Shohei's player. in the derby, too. He is in the Derby too, which is probably. I'm probably more excited for the Home Run Derby than the All Star Game, to be honest. This is a stacked Derby. It really is. Can, can we talk about the Home Run Derby for a bit after this? I mean,
1: could do it now. Who do you think is going to win? I,
0: I guess so. Um, I just want to say that it is a travesty that we have Shohei Otani going up against Juan Soto in the first round. Because yeah, I mean, at least we guys are going to hit. Well, those guys are just gonna hit. It. It's gonna be a fantastic matchup, but that should be a finals matchup. So so it'll be like ground ball. Don't let Raza hear that. <laughs> Raza knows he watches every game. I know he does, and I feel bad for the guy. That man is braver than some Marines.
1: He's braver than all Marines. All right. The few, the proud, the Nationals fans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I can see the sunglass app in your mentions already.
1: Uh, I fucking hope so. Uh, One can only hope for such a entertaining Twitter
0: event. You know, it is always fun seeing those folks in your mentions.
1: <laughs> you know you did something right.
0: Or or really wrong if they're on your ass for something. But usually, usually you at least did something funny.
1: Most of the time, if those people are mad at you, you did something right. You just something based.
0: I remember I, I, I responded to... Uh, I, I responded to someone saying, like, during a uh, Black Lives Matter thing, where I said, hey, this is awesome. Someone called me a Marxist.
1: Which I, mean, I know
0: Marxism is just another one of those terms that, like... It's a buzzword. It's a buzzword that has no meaning anymore, but, like... Well, it used it, to have meaning. It, 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 look... A lot of a lot of words nowadays used to have meaning, but don't mean a damn thing.
1: Not anymore.
0: But um, I don't know. I I just think that's really funny because like if you ever talk politics with me, it, we're not gonna get into that. But um, anyways, yeah. So Shohei Otani versus Juan Soto in the first round. Well, you want to go round by round? Yeah, we can just talk the first round matchups, I guess, because.
1: Give me Shohei.
0: Yeah, probably Shohei, but I think Soto gives him a good run for it. I
1: think we see a... I think Shohei wins 22-19.
0: I think Shohei wins... I'll go Hmm. 23-21. Shohei hits a ball over 500 feet.
1: I think they both had a ball over 500 feet.
0: His longest one came his lo- show his longest is 470 feet this season. Yeah, but no, absolutely he's
1: gonna, bonkers. He's gonna be getting lofted batting
0: practice balls in Colorado. <laughs> it's gonna so. be wild. All right. Um the two versus seven, we got Joey Gallo versus Trevor Story. Probably Gallow. the weakest matchup in my opinion. Gallo. Yeah, yeah, Gallo's gonna win that. Gallo
1: might win the whole derby. I think Gallo is just sleeper picked to win the derby. He is. I know yeah. everyone's
0: like, oh, Shohei, oh, Vlad Jr., Gallo is a fucking monster. Gallo's got a really pretty swing, and he's having a sneaky, really good season. But I think it's just being overshadowed because of guys like Shohei who are just absolutely demolishing the ball. I think the show. I think that Gallo I, I think I'm not gonna say he beats the hell out of Story, but he's gonna I, I think he considerably beats Story in the first round. I don't think anybody considerably beats Gallo. It's just really hard to do that. Alright, three versus six. We got Matt Olsen versus Trey Mancini. Trey Mancini. Um realistically, Matt Olson, but god damn it, I really want Trey Mancini to win the home Trey run Trey
1: Mancini is a good home run hitter though.
0: He is, you know, he's hitting the ball very nicely ever since he came back from uh, having cancer. So I would love to see it happen. If it does happen, it's going to be a really good feel-good uh, moment.
1: Yeah, if he wins the Derby, it'd be awesome.
0: Um, Matt Olson is going to be a tough first-round opponent, but realistically it's like not impossible, I wouldn't say. I'd say Mancini has a pretty decent shot at the upset. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna speak it into existence. Trey Mancini wins in the first round. Uh, three six. All right. Uh, that was the the uh, three six. It was. So the four five. We got Salvador Perez going up against Pete Alonso. Give me Pete. Um. Honestly, I'm gonna go Salvador Perez. Nah, I don't see it. Not against Pete. I. I know Pete, you know, he just, he hits a lot of dingers. He's, you know, absolutely blasting the ball. Salvador Perez, though, has been, like, sneaky really good. He hits the ball so hard off the bat that yeah, I would that not is. be shocked if he won the first round. I think he would win the first round, frankly. So I'm I'm going to take Perez in the first round. I'm just thinking Pete. Fair enough. Um. <clears throat> all right. So, do we want to talk about like the further rounds, or do we just want to go back to the All Star? Oh, round who do you think
1: who do you think wins in the Home Run Derby?
0: So, I think Shohei probably wins the whole Derby, to be honest. Shohei probably. I mean... I, w- I, w- I could see Gallo just because...
1: Honestly, I think Gallo is built for this. I think Gallo wins it all.
0: Wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked, but I'm still going to pick Shohei. It's just... This season, everything's going Shohei's way. Home Run Derby would not surprise me.
1: But, um, so, All Star Game.
0: Moving back to the All Star Game, uh, looking at the reserves, um, the reserve catcher is Mike Zunino from Tampa Bay. Uh, the reserve first baseman are Matt Olson from Oakland and Jared Walsh from the Angels. The reserve second baseman is Jose Altuve from Houston. Uh, the reserve, as opposed to
1: Jose Altuve from Seattle.
0: Well, you know, that Jose Altuve hasn't quite made the big leagues yet, actually, so he, he wouldn't be in the All-Star game. Uh, the reserves shortstops are Boba from Toronto and Carlos Correa from Houston.
1: Not to be confused with Carlos Correa from Oakland.
0: You know, I, I, I applaud you for using a different AL West team.
1: It's hard. You mix them up easily.
0: Yeah. Third baseman uh, is Jose Ramirez from Cleveland. Not to be confused with the Jose Ramirez from uh, the Texas Rangers. And uh, the reserve outfielders are Michael Bentley, Joey Gallo, Adolis Garcia, and Cedric Mullins. Who, All I'm going which... to be honest, Mullins should be a starter over Mike Trout.
1: Mullins Mullins should have been starting over Trout. I mean, you could have honestly put the teams from all of those players in there because
0: a casual MLB fan would
1: not know who any of those guys play for.
0: Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna see if I could refute that, but I mean well I think I think most fans would know that Joey Gallo plays for Texas.
1: Really? A casual fan? Are you sure a casual fan wouldn't even know who Joey Gallo is?
0: <laughs> Haha, big man hits home run. I think people might know that Joey Gallo is might- you say
1: big man hits home run, they're gonna say judge.
0: Ah, fair enough. I can't I can't even argue that. That is a good point.
1: They're gonna think you're talking about Aaron Judge, because he's is a big man and he hits home runs.
0: Every now and then he does.
1: Every every so often.
0: Yeah. And uh just forgot to mention the DHs. Yeah, JD Martinez from Boston and Nelson Cruz from Minnesota. Because, you know, Nelson Cruz is like fifty years old, but <laughs>
1: a human growth hormone's crazy.
0: Yeah, he his body just produces HGH now like he he sweats HGH literally. Like he he, he juice so much that his body actually adapted and creates its own HGH now. They can't ban him for because his body natural is doing now. it himself and it's all natural. But um yeah, he's just got the natural steroids going right now. It's a, it's really a cool process.
1: Um, How the fuck is Nelson Cruz good at this point?
0: You know, HGH. It has to be HGH. He has to be doing it's HGH. Three best letters in sports: HGH.
1: I mean, look at that shit. Did the Peyton Manning's forehead
0: turn that thing into a five head?
1: That is one of the more unfortunate facts in sports: is that Peyton Manning was absolutely juicing.
0: It was even worse that he blamed it his—he blamed his wife for it. Like he, blamed his wife, it. I forgot about that. Yeah, the HGH was for his wife, you know, because <laughs> his his, uh, his wife. Yes, every every
1: things.
0: every normal human being that doesn't play sports just needs HGH. Yeah. And not the thirty-nine-year-old uh, quarterback whose body has taken a beating, after beating after beating. <sighs> Anyways, uh, the starting pitchers because you know they have to have a full starting rotation, even though there's only one starting pitcher. Um, Shane Bieber is an all-star, but he's also hurt, so he's not going to play. Um, the other starters are Garrett Cole from the Yankees, Nathan Nivaldi from the Red Sox. Uh, Kyle Gibson from the Rangers, Yusei Kikuchi from the Mariners, uh, Lance Lynn from the White Sox, and Carlos Rodon from the White Sox. Rodon having a hell of a year. Rodon just came out of nowhere too, which was kind of crazy. Like he was a good, he was a fine, good pitcher. This season, he's just absolutely it's crazy. This year. dominant this season.
1: He's a he's an AL Cy Young candidate.
0: I I believe it. I. I don't know if he's the front runner, but he's definitely up there.
1: Who do you think is?
0: Who do I think is the front runner right now? Um well, pre-sticky stuff. It was hard to say anyone but Garrett Cole.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that too.
0: Now, now I it don't becomes know. a little tougher now. His teammate Lance Lynn's having a pretty solid season too, which was like
1: His teammate. I wish, I hope so. Actually, true. You spoke it into existence.
0: I spoke what into existence?
1: He said his teammate Lancelin. So true, brother. My brother, you see the vision. <laughs> I, I, you know, I say things, and some sometimes... Cash Catchman masterclass on the way. It's not. He's a terrible GM.
0: Yeah. Hashtag extend Brian Cashman.
1: That's trending. <laughs> I need I need what happened to the Red Sox in 2019 to happen to us. I need us to lose at home to the Red Sox in a series, and then Brian Cashman gets fired immediately after.
0: Yeah, here's the thing though, like Dave Dombrowski. We knew what was going to happen with Dave Dombrowski. Like, we knew we were going to buy our way to a championship and then pay for it down the line. It's just that ownership got so sick of having such a high payroll on such a shit team that they decided to can Dombrowski anyways. Which I think, at the time, maybe not the smartest decision, but bringing in Haim Bloom to really just fix everything... Yep. Rare John Henry Masterclass.
1: Everything. Fix everything. I love losing in the ALDS. All my homies love losing in the ALDS. Me and the boys. team that had
0: minimal expectations this year. My wife's funeral. Making making the playoffs with this team is an absolute win.
1: How far the
0: mighty have fallen, man. This team is about two years ahead of schedule on their rebuild right now. Me showing up
1: to, be, to my wife's funeral. <laughs> me showing up to a game
0: three ALDS loss. You know, a team, this team had zero expectations coming into the season. And now they're like 21 games above 500 at this point. I'll take it if we lose in the ALDS, knowing that this team is way ahead of schedule with some very solid pieces coming up from the minor leagues soon. And the number four draft pick in this draft class. I'm pretty excited to see where the Red Sox are going.
1: Uh out of Fenway Park. Let's go, with John Henry.
0: You know what? No, fuck that. Keep Fenway Park. I like uh, I like ballparks that are just fucking terrible. Screwy.
1: Absolutely horrible. Just, just unplayable. Totally playable. Just get good. It's not playable. Get good. Get good. Get good at what? Get good at baseball. I could hit out a home. See that—that's the most bullshit line in Goodwill Hunting. Is I'm not. I, I don't think I could hit one out at Fenway. Well, if you bat left-handed, my brother, yes, you could.
0: Uh, hey, look. If you got a hey, three hundred ten feet, that's still that's pretty tough to do. Sure, it is. I, don't well, I, like, I I like to think I, of myself I, as a decent power bat. I don't think I could do it out I tried. If I, you know, Yeah, you would a, have if to Oppo Taco. That's hard. But if you I, I am a righty lefty, so like, I'd have a natural lefty, I mean.
1: Natural lefty, easy money.
0: I I'm not really. a natural
1: lefty though, so.
0: Whatever. Uh, talking about the bullpen arms, because, you know, I don't know how we got into that, but you got Matt Barnes from the Red Sox, Aroldis Chapman from the Yankees, who somehow still made it to the All-Star Game, even though he sucks now.
1: Unfortunately, his season up to that, up to the Sticky Stuff Ban, was absolutely phenomenal. He probably was on pace earlier in the year.
0: Yeah, crazy how that works, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you got Liam Hendricks from the White Sox, Ryan Presley from the Astros, and Gregory Soto from the Tigers.
1: The Long ti- Dong
0: Tigers. <laughs> ni, hao, ni hao. They need um, to be sent to China. Tigers are sneaky, kind of just coming back into it. They're they're kind of a uh, yeah, they come
1: back. Tigers went crazy this year, forty three wins.
0: They're oh, they're nine games under five. They're only they're forty and forty nine right now. I mean, they're. Not too far off from being like a passable team in the AL Central again, which yes, it's Don't the AL Central. Look, when you, when you look, think about the Tigers, you know, two years ago, this team was at 43 wins at the end of the season. Two years ago. Now they're 40 wins at the halfway point.
1: Maybe they're uh, close to a wild card exit. I,
0: that's a win for this team. Is it? Yes. Absolutely. You, the last, ever since the 2013 season, this team has been a fucking dumpster fire. So, yeah, I'd consider that a win for them.
1: I think over 500 is a win for them.
0: Probably. Uh, looking at the NL starters, you got Buster Posey at catcher, Freddie Freeman at first base, Adam Frazier at second, Nolan Arenado at third, Fernando Tatis at short. And then you got Ronald Acuna, Nick Castellanos, and Jesse Winker in the outfield.
1: Shout out Jesse Winker and Nick Castellanos having phenomenal seasons.
0: It's, you know, we all knew Castellanos was good, but now he's playing at like an NL MVP level. Jesse Winker also having a phenomenal season. One thing I do want to bring up about Nick Castellanos, though, is... When he hit that home run during the obituary, and then Twitter started going crazy because they found out all these like different instances where Casiano's did that. I don't know if you saw this, Bryce. Casiano's first career I did see professional it. home run. I saw it the night that Osama bin Laden was I assassinated. Died. Yeah, that is i mean yeah so that funny. i i totally believe that too like that is totally oh, yeah it i know it's true but if you told me that like after the whole tom brennan incident i'd be like yeah <laughs> i believe that i totally believe that
1: the worst one i ever saw was actually another reds player a long time ago joey Votto.
0: oh Votto! yeah Votto did something it was um
1: well, no, it was the announcer's fault. They were eulogizing somebody. Votto hits a home run. I think the announcer said, the, the announcer giving the eulogy was like, he will be missed by
0: friends and family. And then the, the
1: other announcer goes, that ball will be missed. I'm like, excuse me. Dude,
0: imagine like your grandfather was like an important part of a baseball organization. And then someone just shits all over his legacy by <laughs> using your grandfather's death as a segue into a home run call.
1: I'm sorry. Like, he'll be missed by all. <laughs> that ball will be missed by all. It's Joey Votto. It's a, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Man, I need to find shit. that. That's so funny. Please stop eulogizing people mid-baseball game, especially when the Reds are playing. This it is not safe for you.
0: It is not Uh, safe
1: for you or your loved ones.
0: Yeah, um, looking at the reserves for the NL All Stars, you got J.T. Realmuto from Philadelphia at catcher. uh, You got Max Muncie from the Dodgers at first. Uh, Ozzy Albies from the Braves at second. Brandon Crawford from the Giants at shortstop, along with Trey Turner from the Nationals.
1: Not to be confused with Trey Turner
0: of the Marlins. Correct. You get Chris Bryant from the Cubs and Eduardo Escobar from the Diamondbacks at third base. You got Mookie Betts, Brian Reynolds, Kyle Schwarber. Although Schwarber's hurt, so he's not going to be playing. Uh, Juan Soto and Chris Schwarber
1: Taylor. in the in
0: the home run derby would have made that shit fire, bro. I you know, <laughs> Schwarber in the home run derby, like they would have had to have him lead off though. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, the eight seed,
0: he, he well, you know he. You have Schwarber lead off. That's the the recipe for success. Like, if he bats first, he's just gonna you know hit nuke shots. I don't know. I mean, I would have liked to see it. I I would. You know what? People talk about expanding college football playoff. Fuck it. Expand the home run derby. No god no. No, I'm 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 calling for this. An eight man home run derby. It could be some. It could be it could be great with twelve.
1: No, take too best, long.
0: Twelve best power hitters in the game. I could. I think it would be fine.
1: It would take too long.
0: I don't know. I think you I think
1: have to shorten the rounds, or shorten the first couple of rounds, at the least.
0: I don't. I I think it could work. Anyways, right. looking at this, Anyways, looking at the starting pitchers, you got Corbin Burns from the Brewers, Yu Darvish from the Padres, Jacob Degrom from the Mets. Kevin Gosman from the Giants, German Marquez from the Rockies, uh, Trevor Rogers from the Marlins, Zach Wheeler from the Phillies, and Brandon Woodruff from the Brewers. Uh, that's a lot of starting pitchers for. That's literally one, two, three, eight, four, five, six. That's eight starting pitchers. Just have one starting pitcher go every inning, I guess. You could. You could do that. And then uh, the bullpen arms, you got Josh Hader from the Brewers. Craig Gamble from the Cubs, uh, Mark Melanson from the Padres, and Alex Reyes from the Cardinals. So, that is the entire All-Star roster. I mean, I don't hate any of the selections. Um, I'm not really a fan of Mike Trout being an All-Star, especially a starter, because of I get why he is. It's because it was the fan vote, and baseball fans love Mike Trout. But extend Mike Trout. I was I was low key hoping you would say that. (laughs) I was I was like, is Bryce gonna say extend Mike Trout? Are we gonna get that? No. But I mean, yeah, it sucks that he's hurt. But honestly, when you're Mike Trout, you could be dead and still make an All Star game. Frankly,
1: yeah, people are gonna be voting him in
0: posthumously Mike Trout's going to get into an all-star game and
1: that'd be the greatest thing ever done.
0: It would be. Um honestly like we said earlier Cedric Mullins should have been a starter but and he probably will start the all-star game since Trout obviously can't play. But Trout comes back for the all-star game. Trout Trout's walking on one leg but he still starts the all-star game. Goes to goes uh one for two with a single. I don't know though. I mean, I don't think we have anything left. I think we can to no. wrap this up. Yeah. All right. That is gonna do it for episode number one hundred and fifty-two. I'm walking here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at E N M Cusick. That is spelled C U S I C K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's B R I Z. I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.